0: Hi Sonia, I'm so excited to have you here today as we um, talk about Sarah and the interview that we just had with her. Hi Barbara, so good to be here today. Well, it's so fun to um, get to hear from different people about their talents. And just a little heads up for listeners: um, you probably are aware, you know, there's 34 Clifton strengths, and as We have been talking with different people. I'm trying to highlight different talents that they have, as you can kind of um, surmise. But just want you to know that hopefully we'll cover each of them. And if we haven't hit the one that you have yet, just hold on and we'll get to it eventually. But um, today, this episode is with Sarah Ward, and she is talking a little bit more about the talents of context and a little bit about connectedness. So tell me what you... um, what your impressions were and what you liked about what Sarah had to say.
1: Well, the first thing that really struck me was I loved how she described her talent of context. That as a child she loved history and it just helps her understand things to understand the history of it. And one thing to really listen for as you listen to this interview is how it helps her relate to people or connect with people. I loved the words she used to describe that.
0: Yeah. She's, um, it is so fun to hear just the, the excitement that she has about context and even understanding it more and all what that entails. So yes, there's some really great practical things that she has to share about it. Also, I love when she talked about her communication talent of, um, just, enjoying putting words to things for people and for herself. And that was really um, interesting to hear just just how that comes so easy for her, but just her seeing the value of her
1: communication strength also. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. And another one I, I loved, um, hearing her talk about her woo, as she described it, it's winning others over. And you could just hear in her voice when she described the excitement to her of meeting new people or being with uh-huh. people, you, she didn't even have to say the words. You could hear it in her voice um, that that is something that very much energizes her.
0: Yeah. I think she said, I don't ever meet, I don't ever have any strangers
1: in my life. It's mm-hmm. like she meets everyone. She's around and." It struck Um, me when she was saying that too, how hard this current situation we're in now, we're in January of 2021, that um, the social distancing and the the drastic limitations that we have in terms of meeting new people, you don't chat with people in the grocery store line anymore. You have to stand six feet apart and you don't go to the grocery store if you can help it. And that's really... It's difficult for a lot of people, but it's more difficult for our friends with woo Yes. They get a lot of energy from those people interactions and, and numerous interactions over the course of the day that most people are not having now. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think hopefully for them as they even realize that, I mean, I'm sure they have by now, what, we're in month nine or 10 of mm-hmm. this Um um, pandemic situation, but yeah, that's really good to good to note. One of the things I really liked, you know, at the beginning, she talked about when she first got her results of her top five talents that she was so disappointed and really wanted to have some just amazing new talents that she didn't think she would have had, and mm-hmm. yet over the course of her journey of learning about them and and just maybe developing some of them too. She just is seeing, she literally said, I love my strengths. And that was very fun to hear, but especially as she's taken a class and put into practice some things with her studying and her communication and just seeing the the joy that she experienced in doing something that was kind of ha- putting all of her talents together. That was, I loved hearing that.
1: I love that too. And I think, again, with her communication skill, she was able to put something into words that many people experience. When we first hear our strengths, many of us say, well, everyone can do that. Those aren't a big deal. Mm -hmm. Well, we say that because they're so natural. They come so naturally to us that they don't seem like a big deal. But to another person who doesn't have them, they're a huge deal. So she brought that out really well. Yeah. Well, I hope that you all enjoy this
0: interview with Sarah and gain some helpful nuggets for yourself. Thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Barbara. Hi there. I want to welcome you to our next episode with Sarah Ward. You're going to love hearing from Sarah. We first met about 10 years ago when she was a college student at University of Texas. And I... Just love being with Sarah. She's someone that's fun and engaging, and always has very insightful things to learn. And I, one of my favorite memories of time with you, Sarah, is when I would come to um, be with you and James and at UTSA where you were working, and we always seemed to manage to get to the Bird Bakery and get those cupcakes. So that was really fun. So,
1: good.
0: Um, yes, I want to welcome Sarah. Welcome, Clara.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Barbara. This is really fun. This is really fun. Yeah, we. I think we first connected when I was maybe a junior or a senior, and we were on a spring break trip um, in Mexico. Um, I just distinctly remember talking to you on a bus, and it was late at night. I was like oh, really? "What is such I a think? random memory. I don't know what we were talking about even. So...
0: Yeah, I felt kind of footloose and fancy free because um, Warren didn't go on the trip. I think I just went and it was just fun. Oh. So Many of you gals that were at Texas and practicing a little Spanish because we'd lived in Mexico for a year. And it was just a real treat to be on that trip. So I certainly enjoyed that. Well, um I have recently talked with your husband, James, about um, his strengths too. And I'm so excited for our listeners to get to know you and hear about your strengths. And I've loved um, being with your team and um, talking with them and learning about each new team member that you've had over the last several years. So tell me a little bit about your strengths journey and what that's looked like. And first start with telling us what your top five talents are.
2: Yeah, so my top five are context, connectedness, empathy, communication, and woo. So, um, yeah, there. did you want me to explain a little bit about each of them?
0: Yeah, just if you could just t- say a sentence or two about each of them. Maybe some of our listeners aren't familiar with them and yeah. they can learn more about them in other episodes or, um, but yeah, just a little bit about what they mean.
2: Awesome. So, um, context, I think the thing that jumps out to me when I think about context is this is in the explanation. So what stands out to me is a, a voracious appetite for learning, um, about history, um, and just like, can't get enough of it. And it's very accurate. Um, connectedness is kind of like seeing like threads between everything, Um, So that really plays in with the context as well. But seeing threads of connection between like, um, yeah, just maybe just different things. Um, Empathy, very much a talent of understanding um, people's where they've been, their thoughts, their feelings, um, really in tune to how people are processing things. Communication is a lot about finding the right words and putting the right words to your thoughts. And so that's really important as well. Woo is winning others over and it's kind of like this, um, really exciting, energizing strength of mine, but, Earth uh, talent. And it's all about learning to get to know people. Um, small talk comes easily, I think, to winning uh, people that have winning others over woo, um, and love to like get to know people, break the ice, um, that sort of thing. So it's like very exciting to meet new people. I loved
0: getting your text in the fall when you said I'm at the fall retreat and my woo is having a heyday. About that a little bit.
2: Yes, yes. We were just like outside, and of course, like there's so many people you haven't met, and so um, that was just like that was so crazy. Of course you're meeting people like, you know, several times over cause everybody has masks. And so you're not really sure if you met them or not. So. <laughs> yeah. Tell me
0: about a little bit about your strengths journey, like when you first mm-hmm. learned bottom and, um, mm-hmm. or what, um, kind of what that has looked like over the years of you as you've, um, learned new things about your top five talents.
2: Yeah. So I think, um, Man, this must have been in 2012, maybe it may have been in 2011. We first did the Strengths Finders with you, Barbara, <laughs> on the first team that I was on in San Antonio. Oh, that was um, fun. that was really fun, and I remember getting the results and just being like really disappointed because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this doesn't tell me anything new about myself." I thought it was going to be this really. um like veil uncovering my eyes, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, like I'm amazing. actually really strategic and I'm actually like this really focused person. And um <laughs> it's not what it told me. <laughs> so um I just remember being like, yeah, okay, so I love history. I already know that about myself. Um I love to talk. Yes. Um so but over the years it's really been I guess a guide for me to see myself, um, see, see the things that I bring to the table as a leader specifically. Um, I know you mentioned talking to James and our strengths are really different or they're just like, I don't, we don't have any overlapping ones. And I'm sure if we did the, you know, top 30, uh, I don't know if we would even have any of the close ones. Um, Mm -hmm. So just seeing how I bring different Strengths to the table as a leader. Um, it's just, oh, I think, over the past like year or two, has been really integral in my leadership. Um, and seeing how I operate has been really important. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I love my strengths or my and my talents. I think they're oh, strengths now, but that's
0: that's um, so nice
2: to hear. I yes, love that. I love them. So,
0: well, um, tell us about context. What does that look like for you? Um, in your your work and your family or. Um yeah, just how does that play out in your life?
2: Yeah, so as I kind of mentioned, it talked about like having a it talks about having a voracious appetite for history. And I mean, I can I can even remember growing up and as a kid reading like historical fiction, reading nonfiction history books, and just like I could not get enough ever huh. growing up, and so I think I've always just thought of the world as like, what it would what would it be like to live in this time period? What would it like to be living in this time period? Oh. And so now, as an adult, you know, I always it's kind of funny. I'm like, I've always wanted to live in like you know a really crucial moment of history, and I'm like, oh, kind of got what I've asked for in the midst of <laughs> yeah. 2020, and um, it's not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. So. um But yeah, I think for work and relationships, um, one of the things that we really strive for in San Antonio is to have a culturally and ethnically inclusive movement. Um, And so It's been really important for me to not only understand others' backgrounds culturally, but also my own. And so um, it's allowed me to study my own history of my own family. Um, I've studied a lot about, um, especially, like, Black Americans' history and how the country has been formed. Mm -hmm. It's been really crucial to also the empathy as well and the connectedness that's really worked together. But learning about history, relearning some of the things that um, I've not known growing up. And so that's really been integral in forming relationships and how to inform my team, how to continue to have a culturally and ethnically inclusive movement in San Antonio. Um, And as far as my relationships, um, (laughs) I'm sure I bug people with like telling people about history all the time but um I think our team my team is like okay yes we know about this book and we know about this book (laughs) um (laughs) they kind of like joke around and roast me on it but I would say also um even just the first thing that popped into my mind I remember when learning about this was like the bible has always been really central to how I've grown up I've all I I can't really remember a time where I wasn't reading the Bible as a child. Like I had the like privilege of going to church since I was a kid and even growing up through junior high and high school, like the Bible was always um, right there front and center. And so learning more about that. And even in these coming years um, I've, realize that I really love to study the Bible. And so seeing even the connection, which kind of gets into the connectedness, but seeing the connection between, um, people, then the Bible is actually not like this really off and foreign thing. Once you start to understand the actual context for where it is in our lives, uh, or in the lives of the people who have come before us and that God is always the same. And so, um, I don't know, does that, <laughs> Does that kind yeah, of make sense?
0: <laughs> that makes so much sense. And I okay. think um I know just from hearing you talk over the years of just your steady um involvement in like Bible study fellowship and really mm-hmm. uh, even as a mom with all these little people at home, just mm-hmm. that you've made time to 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 dig deeper and understand more about the Bible in your faith. And I think that's like you say, kind of kind of goes hand in hand with just that desire you have to mm-hmm. to learn and understand where we came from mm-hmm. and how that fits together. Yeah. So right. I think that's probably like one of those things that you could add to your list of ways that you're developing your context um, talent by yeah. continuing to do that. Well, one one question I have is even as I was thinking about relationships, I know some people I know with context seem to really, be great. And you have Woo also in communication, but great at connecting with people and asking questions to to see where they've come from. Or I mean, does it show up for you a lot? Just I mean, you might not think of it as a big deal because you do it so easily. <laughs> but do you see the contact showing up as you meet new people?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that it's interesting because I know that with the Um, core clarity, it's kind of like you operate out of your first one and the other ones, like they kind of trickle down. And so, I mean, I, I, I don't feel like I meet very many strangers. Like I would just love to hear about where people are from. And I think, helping me understand somebody's context and this is also really important about like why like reading is so important or listening to audiobooks is really important because i want to understand the whole context of where somebody's from and so like if i don't understand something about someone's life it, it really drives me to want to understand that um and so i mean as it can go from like anywhere to like a people group or to a like individual person when i'm talking with people i'm like i just it helps me understand who they are more. (laughs) Yeah. Without sounding like very, like, I'm not trying to sound like strange on this, but just helps me understand and appreciate the person even more to understand their context, their background, um, how they've been shaped. I think that is really informative when we go out and share the gospel or we go, when we used to, we don't, quite as much right now especially I don't go on campus as much but going out and having initiative evangelism having conversations like I loved to go out and just meet strangers and strike a a conversation with them and it was really life-giving to me to hear someone's story to hear where they've been how they've been shaped um religiously, um, how they've been shaped through their own cultural experience. And, um, that was just such a life-giving process for me to hear their own background, if that makes yeah. sense. So wow,
0: that's so, um, so inspiring because it's like, yeah, like as you're talking, like, we kind of have to know where the person has come from before you Engage in other things that you want to talk about with them. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. That's, I think, something that's easy to take for granted, but just hopefully as you're even with other people, they're Mm -hmm. learning about that, even though maybe they don't have that particular talent, but um, just helping other people realize, yeah, it's great to get to know someone and to really understand their story, like Mm -hmm, you said.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a woman who works um, with Jude Three Ministries. Her name is Lisa Fields, and she's amazing. Um, totally go listen to her. But she is uh, just really into um, apologetics. And I was watching this video, and she said, "I think like ninety percent of apologetics is listening, and ninety mm-hmm. percent. I think ninety percent of evangelism is also listening." And I just loved that she said that because you're asking these questions and learning about somebody's story before you can even know how to respond. You have to know where somebody's from, where they're, what they've been through. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think that that helps me to, to listen, to understand, hopefully to be a kinder person in some ways. Yeah. So
0: we touched a little bit on connectedness. Is there any, um, any other things that you want to say that help our listeners that might not really understand that particular one? You mentioned a little bit about it.
2: Yeah. um, It's, (laughs) I mean, I just think that there's this really, I don't, I think when my context and my connectedness are working together, it, it can almost come off as like the belief talent in some ways, because it's like the two of them being connected together there's such a tie to how I live. And I think the context gives me the information and the connectedness is just the beginning of where I start to move forward and to mobilize. Like I think that the, I have the information and the connectedness helps me to start to put legs to it, if that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, um, there's definitely, it's hard for me not to see things as connected. And sometimes I think I can connect things too much. And it's like, Oh, those things don't actually connect. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, um, in general, I've said it on other episodes, but when you have a person has a talent, we just don't think any big deal about it. Like you said, you wanted some different talents that were Different, new and different, not the ones that you're familiar with, because we do things so intuitively without even thinking about it. And mm-hmm. I have connectedness also. And I think one of the things it says is, you know, people with connectedness can bring peace in the midst of chaos, or that maybe they're not quite as rattled because they do see that, well, these do tie together and there's a purpose for this. And
2: mm-hmm. I think
0: with our faith, knowing, yeah, mm-hmm. that we are trusting God, that he has a bigger purpose than we can see. And somehow, even though that we we both have probably faced a lot of hard things, but maybe we have a little deeper sense of trust in those hard things than someone else that might not have connectedness. Um, That's a good so point. So I, I think sometimes we can bring a calm when, other people might not have it just with like yeah this is crazy but there's a reason for this and it'll work out mm. so um,
2: yeah i think that once i can once i can read something in scripture once i've like gotten with god about something and i can really see him once my head can really catch what god is saying and how I can see the context of what's happening, it helps me connect that to my life, and it helps me to also lead my team in knowing, okay, like this is really hard, but here's here's where we're grounded in this. Here's how we're going to walk in this, and um, here's what God really has for us in this moment. Um, so, and it may not be like necessarily doing something. It may be grieving. It may be um, celebrating. Maybe like. We're just going to pray about this, you know, not, yeah. not that praying isn't doing anything, I would say, but, um, kind of living in a world where there's like a lot of strategy and like wanting to move forward. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, we got to sit with this for a minute. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's I think that's good. great, Barbara, lots of trust. I think there's definitely a trust, mm-hmm. um, aspect of that that just makes sense to me. So, yeah. Well,
0: what if you, um, been learning about how all five of your talents work together, and I know, like you said, over the years we've connected probably about four different times, or and even in between when we talk because I always talk mm-hmm. about people's strengths. But how how are you seeing that all these um, fit together for you, and what mm-hmm. what it looks like for you? Like maybe when you're at your best self, and what um, what energizes you because you're like, wow, I'm really using all my strengths and I'm doing something I love and that comes easy to me.
2: Right. right. Um, I think when I see all of those five talents work together, I didn't, well, I and I keep talking about this, but like God has really used like his word. He's used the Bible a lot in my life to, shape me. And when I see all of those five talents work together, I didn't see up until like a year ago that I actually enjoy teaching scripture. Like I like teaching it in a Bible study context. I like teaching it from the stage. Um, I'm still like learning how to do that more so, but with, with crew, we go through this, um, biblical interpretation and communication class and that I love the study part of it and I love like the delivery part of it. And so when I am able to lead in a way that is like casting vision, but bringing it home at the same time, um, then I, I feel super alive (laughs) at that point. And I love leading our staff team and devotionals, helping to set the pace for that, um, helping direct them back to Jesus, um, And why we're going in this direction that we're going. So that's been, um, you have like the study, you have the connecting, you have the the empathy and understanding where people are at to help it bring it home, the communication, being able to put it to words, and then the woo of like, I want you to understand this for yourself. Like, I want you to grasp this in the same way. So I really see those five talents working together um, in that setting, um, especially.
0: Yeah. So. That's so exciting because I know, yeah, you know, like we said, I've known you for for years and for you becoming having that become more crystallized as you are growing and learning and um being able to to bring together the knowledge and just beliefs that you have in a way that people love to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I I think I just commend you to keep pressing on in that because that's such a gift and um especially having the communication and I mean all, all of your talents together that's neat well I know one of my um moments I loved experiencing your communication woo I'm sure you remember it <laughs> is that one of our um oh my gosh I know conferences for our moms <laughs> and we were at the end of the conference and it'd been kind of heavy and We had some interesting stories, but not that you need to tell about the story, but I so loved how you told a really personal little embarrassing story, but you had us all laughing and we all needed to laugh so much. And so it was probably the highlight of the weekend, probably for most people, because it was a really funny story and you're just a great storyteller. And so I think that is definitely... um, one of your talents in the mix of all of them that oh, you need to keep yeah. ha- finding opportunities to oh. use those gifts in ways that really help other people. So,
2: yeah. Uh, thanks Barbara. That was, uh, that, that was, was, a was good, hilarious. That was, really good. That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was fun. So, and um, I want, I want to like gift card or like a oh, yeah. chocolate I'm, bar I'm or sure you like deserved that. it. Yeah. That was,
1: <laughs> that was there was highlight. a lot at stake there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: um, kind of as um, even the title of this podcast, Embracing Your Strengths, um, what has that been like? And I know you've kind of alluded to it, but um, over the years, has, has that been easy for you to embrace your strengths or sometimes maybe challenging? What does that look like for you?
2: Yeah, I would say uh, most of the time it's, again, it was kind of like, okay, I'm not hearing anything new necessarily about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think for a long time, not because anybody said this at all, but that like, I just was like, these are just kind of lame. They're not, nobody's (laughs) going to do anything with that. Like, I don't, I was like what am I doing with this strength, like these like strengths here? And so, um, but yeah, definitely over the the past two years, um, there have been I just even the moments of like being at the biblical interpretation and communication about a year and a half ago and feeling like I was really coming alive as I was like teaching the scripture that everybody else is teaching at the same time, but feeling like I, I, you know, the process.
0: process. You yeah. probably were the best one in the class, and <laughs> they
1: didn't say that, but I bet that you were. Just for knowing it you was life. And your
2: strengths. It was life giving, and so I think that was a big, um, a bigger moment for me. That's one of the things that I remember, and so just being like it, all of a sudden, a light bulb just like went off in my head, like oh that's how all these are lining up. Oh my gosh, this makes so much more sense to me now. Um and so, yeah, I think just even as I've even just processed like you know, my own value, my own like being enough that God has created me um as like a masterpiece. Like there wasn't any mistake about how God has created me. And so, thinking through those things and just being like, "No, I do have like a lot to offer and through like through these talents like Other people don't actually have some of these talents, and they're very valuable to my team. They're very valuable um, to my family and um, for God's like kingdom. So I have just started to embrace them, seeing how they fit into different places. I'm like, oh, okay, this this has been interesting. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah,
0: that's so exciting, and to think about just the possibilities ahead because you're young and so many um different ways that you can use those and yeah it's really encouraging to think about that and um hopefully there'll be a lot of open doors for you in those kind of arenas. Mm. So well um earlier I'd mentioned also it's it's been fun to be with your team as y'all have had new people on your team. And what have you seen as the benefit for your um new team members to understand their talents or what is What has that been like?
2: I think for in the same way for me that it's been recognizing that things it's kind of like things you've already known about yourself, like are actually good. Mm Therefore, like the good of others, they're good for God's kingdom, like building um, God's church. Um, It's been I think really helpful for people on our team to see, like, oh, like I have things that really matter, and I have things like that. You know, I have talents that maybe nobody else does on the team, and so I can really provide some um, feedback or some information that somebody else isn't processing through necessarily. And so that's been—I've just really seen people say, like, okay, this is this is a strength, and I think especially for those with empathy on our team, um, when you think of empathy. You don't often think about, oh, this is a talent that I have to offer. It's just like, yeah, I just kind of feel what people feel. But knowing actually emotional intelligence is a very crucial part of what we do, especially in ministry, learning how people feel. Um, And it's been really informative to help the team um and so i'd say like we're a pretty empathetic team at this point yeah, we all so. on your team have it i think right yes and those who don't have it have really it's embraced it out. they have they have embraced like, the empathy and um have learned and so
0: you're benefiting from it i'm they they sure they're growing. Yes, yes yes
2: so they i mean they just really it's going to help them whether they're working with me on my team or they're doing something else. It's going to benefit them to know what they actually bring to the table and that they can be confident that they do have something to bring to the table that it's not like, Oh, these are just like this and this, you know, there's yeah. Not really explaining it very well, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, I think it's, I commend you because I think it's so helpful for, for these people on your team to understand just their unique value, but then also hopefully to help each, each of them, all of you, to learn to, to work together more effectively and to give grace to each other and realize, oh, we're really, really different. And kind of you know that sometimes, but more language to kind of understand that, hopefully. So, um, well, what would you like to tell our listeners who, um, may have some of your talents that you have, or maybe love someone that has them or work with someone, just any little nugget of insight to help them understand one or two of your talents better?
2: Yeah. Well, I'll stick with context and connectedness since those are the ones that I've talked a little bit, um, more about in this podcast, but I would say. If you're working with somebody who has context, data is really important and having data on past things that have happened, like just in a professional environment, it's super crucial um, for people with context. It's very informative to help them understand what's happened um, professionally in an organization. Um, If somebody you love has context, um, I would say help them connect that context with people who have context like me um it's hard sometimes to have a strategic or futuristic outlook and so like not dogging them on that but also saying like hey it would be helpful to take a couple of steps forward for how context maybe connects to, the present or how it connects to mapping Mm -hmm. out a future, but not saying like, Oh, this person only wants to live in the past, but how, um, informative they can be. They probably have a, they've probably read a lot and they've probably processed a lot of information, um, about what's happened in the past. And so they can be a really, um, crucial talent to have in a Mm -hmm. team that is struggling to live in the reality of the present and understand why things are the way they are in the present. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, and then I would say for connectedness, like you said, there's just, there's a trust aspect of what you just trust that things are connected and trust that (laughs) things are going to happen like for a reason. And maybe those reasons weren't good. Maybe they were, maybe they were, it's just a reality that there's a trust that things, um, can work, and so again, it's sometimes it's a little bit harder for me to separate the context and the connectedness. But yeah, those are um, yeah, those are definitely that's, there.
0: That's really helpful. I know. I literally one night I couldn't sleep after I was thinking about context because um, my husband Warren has it, and I thought that's why he asked so many questions. Cause sometimes, you know, when you're maybe in a disagreement or he was oh trying to gosh. understand something and I literally <laughs> thought, what? he cause I kind of, it's hard, you know, it might drive me a little crazy possibly, mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. but it really helped me understand that he's trying to understand why, why is this a problem? Like what was going on beforehand? And he asked all these questions. So I kind of forget that sometimes I need to, put that on the forefront for myself.
2: Wow. I bet you and James could really talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not that we've ever had an argument or anything, but you know. Yeah. (laughs) That's great.
0: Well, um, Sarah, it is such a treat to um, get to talk with you and hear a little bit more of just the things you've been learning about your talents. But one last question I'd love to ask you is: um, What has brought you joy lately, or put a smile on your face?
2: Oh. Um, man, I. Well, oh gosh, there's so many things. Um, since I'm communication, can I say two? <laughs> sure, <laughs> I yeah. would say. Just today, I'm like, my father-in-law is here getting a trailer for like mulch to go into our backyard and as well as compost for our garden beds. Um, So I love being out there and like getting my hands dirty and gardening. And it's like a space where I can think about all the things that I have going on in my head. Um, But also that, um, I don't know, I'm just, I'm really, truly loving. The other thing that came to my mind was like sitting this morning and going through Genesis for doing it in BSF right now. And just, it's helping me connect with what the chaos of the world, everything that's happening. I mean, just had the um, insurrection at the Capitol and it's just bringing clarity and focus of God's faithfulness um, mm-hmm. so much more into view into my life. And that really was a settling, very settling moment, even just this morning, um, just hearing from God as I was reading. So those are two Mm -hmm. things that really came to my mind. So I couldn't decide between the two of them because I love them both. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, it's neat and neat to even see how a lot that does bring us joy is related to things that we're energized by, which are probably our strengths. Not that that's the only thing that brings us joy or happiness but but sometimes it really is directly related to that yeah. so yeah. I know I feel like I experience joy when I just have a deep connection with someone like you probably do too with empathy and mm-hmm. um, it's like oh I just loved that so much talking to that person and being able to enter into whatever is going on with them mm-hmm So, well, thank you so much, Sarah. This has been so great. And I know um, our listeners will have a lot to think about because of just the insights that you brought and how how have you been processing your own strengths. So I thank you so much for taking time and giving us your thoughts about your talents. So thank you.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Barbara. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to put my thoughts into words.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, we'll have to do it again.
2: Yes. 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 Okay, take care.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top 5 strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review. Share the podcast with a friend or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at Culwell, com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.